morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are listening to me today. This is Miss D of a chosen generation. How have we all been doing? Have we been keeping safe? And hooray, whoop whoop, come the 12th of April, UK lockdown will be eased. But before we start today, I'd like to give honor to whom honor is due. I'd like to thank the Lord of Lords, the I am that I am, the ancient of days. The one who has brought us this far, the King of all kings, the I am that I am. We thank him for his grace, his mercy, and his love over each and every one of us. We thank him for provisions. We thank him for his faithfulness to each and every one of us. I'd also like to use this medium, you know, to pray for all those who's lost loved ones. I ask that the good Lord will strengthen you, will continue to cover that vacuum and will uphold you in all that you do now and forevermore. Amen. Our topic for today is dealing with your anger. Yes, you heard me, dealing with your anger. And today's topic is going to be a touching one, an ouch kind of situation. But the good Lord will see us through and, you know, give us the grace to be able to conquer and deal with any anger that we all have in Jesus' name. Amen. Right. You know, some of us have had anger within us for a very long time. And of course, the chances are that almost everyone listening to me was angered at least once. In the past week, over the years, even as we're speaking now, it may have been minor frustration with another driver for some of us who drive on the road. Or it might even be with our children, our young adults. Or for all those young adults who have just started a family it might be with your toddler with your young children not putting their toys or things where they should be or where they have met them wow it could even be a situation at work or it might even be with your spouse you know husband and wives we live daily with daily anger and hot feelings you know, we annoy. The popular one is um, husband and wife using a toothpaste, and the husband not closing the toothpaste properly, or not putting it properly, or actually squeezing the toothpaste from the middle rather from the bo- rather from the bottom. We laugh at it sometimes, you know, but it is a form of anger that creates within us. And sometimes it might be with our parents. You know, there's always constant battle of outbursts of anger and abusive words said. You know, or to some adults. We've been hurting since childhood. And it keeps bubbling to the surface. One book I'd like you to all read is a book by Tori Roberts, Wholeness. I read this book 
And I'll tell you something, just like some of you are thinking. Me? Angry? I'm a Christian. I don't get angry. You probably have more serious anger problem than those who readily admit, yes, I struggle with anger. Right. Okay. We'll discuss more on this after the break. Get your coffee, get your juice, get your water, and let's go on this ride where I give you my own story of dealing, or I'm still dealing with anger after the break. Welcome back. Right, my story. I lost my dad in in October 2002. And um, he was very, very ill. I'll give you a little bit about my father. My father is a twin. Well, he was a twin. And his twin doctor happens to be a medical practitioner. Why my dad was on his sick bed, he actually spoke to his twin sister and said, please do not let me die this way. If there's anything you can do to help me. Anyway, to cut the long story short, my father passed on. To glory, may his soul rest in perfect peace. My father was a good man, and the legacy he left, all we, his children, are still enjoying from it. So, legacy is something I'm going to talk about next time. But in the meantime, let's deal with this anger. So, where did my anger come from? stemmed from me knowing fully well that my dad asked his sister for help and we didn't get the help so that's one anger that is brewing up and three years after he died my dad died at the age of 67 who would have been his 70th birthday and my auntie decided to like we do have a party well, her children decided to have a party for her. We were invited. But you know the anger that mm, you should have done something. Maybe if you had done this, if you had done that, our dad wouldn't have gone. But you know what? God knows. God sees. So this is now the healing process in me coming out now. So... We decided between myself and my sisters. We thought, you know what, we'll go. So we gave them the number of people who would be attending, which will be my sisters and our children. And we were blatantly told, children are not allowed and this is not a family reunion. Ouch. That is a lot. That is a blow. As far as we were concerned. So we all decided, nope, we're not going. Mm. 
few days after the party, my auntie tried to get in touch with one of us, my sister. And my sister went because she was angry and she said not even a bunch of flowers or even a phone call to say we were not coming. And you know, because we were angry, what was our response? Oh, there wasn't any way we would have attended because it would have been at that 70th also. And we were celebrating him, post-human celebration. And after that, never heard from my auntie, never heard from my cousins. And we all just thought, you know what? That's it. Anger number two, bringing up again. So now, it's gone. We're in 2021, 19 years on. Still never heard from anyone. Um, reverse back a little bit. A cousin of mine on my maternal side turned 50 um, a couple of years back now. And guess what? Two of my cousins were there. The eldest did not even acknowledge any one of us. The youngest, fair enough, who had the fear of God in her, I believe, even came up to say hello. But you know what? The anger was still brewing. But a couple of years back now, in fact, to be to be precise, last year, when I read the book Wholeness, which is why I said, you know what? Anybody who reads that book by Tori Roberts, only if you're not God-led, will you not know what to do. And the spirit started battling with me. You are a Christian. You need to learn to forgive. You need to, you know, go back to the roots and see forgiveness you know to seek forgiveness in today's world you think oh I'm not doing that why should I be the one why should I but listen Colossians 3.8 says but now you also put them all aside anger wrath, malice, slander, and abusive speech from your mouth. And Ephesians 4.31 repeats it again. You must put away all bitterness, anger, wrath, quarreling and slanderous talk. Indeed, all malice. Remember, I said, the spirit started battling with me over the over my uh, my, my actions with anger when I read this book wholeness and you know what it took me to the book of Genesis I never saw Cain and Abel's story in the form of anger you know when um, Cain and Abel gave their sacrifices to God and God accepted um, um, Abel's sacrifice and Cain was angry 
And the question there where God asked him, why are you angry? You know, within my heart, I ask myself, Misty, why are you angry? And you know what? I thought to myself, God never asks questions to gain information. But it's rather to help. It's to help me from the situation and look at it from God's perspective. You know, Cain was angry because God rejected his sacrifice and because he was also jealous of his brother. You know, and reading further, I realized God exhorted Cain. You know, he encouraged him to do well and also to warn him from the sin that was crouching at the door. But you know what? Cain still ignored all that. He ignored God's counsel and ended up murdering his brother. It also took me to the book of Jonah. You know, where the prophet Jonah was angry because he wanted God to judge his enemies. But instead, God brought a revival and forgave them. And just as God asked Jonah, you know, do you have a good reason to be angry? That question keep resonating to me. Misty, do you have a good reason to be angry? And yes, you all say, just like Jonah did, yes, I have a very good reason. My dad wouldn't have died. No, she had answered if she had done this, if she had done that. But then as a Christian, what do we say? When somebody passes on, you say the God, the Lord give it and the Lord take it. We also say our life is not in the hands of man, but in the hands of God. Wow. I'm sure there are a few of us who are really, really bitter, who are angry. But I'll tell you what I did. And the first step, so that we can get healing. And the first step of dealing with our anger is to stop and honestly analyze it. Is it a righteous anger, sinful anger, or a mixture of both? The truth be told, when I analyze my anger, I try to see where the root is coming from. Is it rooted in selfishness? Is it because I did not have my way? Why? Why did I get angry? Is it because my auntie is a medical practitioner and I expected more from her? Was it something that had been building up before that? You know, my father's illness was just something that just um, dug back into it. To be honest with you, before God, by looking at why we we are angry or why I was angry, if it was for selfish reason, then I'll tell you that anger is sinful. 
But if it is something much more deeper than rooted than that, then it needs to be controlled. And how do we control our anger? Like I said earlier, you honestly analyze your anger to determine whether it is righteous, sinful, or mixed. You know, like the book of Colossians says, we should put them all aside. Our angers, our wrath, our malice, slander, and abusive speeches. But I know the question will be, I can't control it. I explode before I think about it. And all those, you can't stop being angry. But one thing you should know, the Bible never commands us to do what we cannot do by the power of God's indwelling spirits. You know, go check out the book of Proverbs. Proverbs 12, 18. Proverbs 14, verse 16. Proverbs 17. Proverbs 29. There's quite a lot in the book of Proverbs that deals with anger. One thing we shall know, that even the book of Galatians 5, about 19 to 21, says all these things are the work of the flesh. And there is a warning if we do not, you know, fight this and deal with this. And I pray that that warning will not be our portion. Because it says they will not inherit the kingdom of God. That won't be our portion in Jesus' name. And Galatians 5, 16 says, Walk by the Spirit, and you will not carry out the desires of the flesh. So, my dears, while it may be humanly impossible to control our anger, if we confess it as a sin and learn to walk in the Spirit, in obedience to God, we can control it. Or else, it means God's word is not true. Look, the thing is, we all know that we can control our anger from our experiences. I'll give you an example. If you're having a heated argument with someone, and all of a sudden the phone rings, and you pick it up. You hello? Yes, I start talking to the person on the other phone. Or, another example, you have a heated argument with your boss at work and your your blood boils up and you feel like punching him. You will think, if you do that, it will cost you your job. So you see, we can all control our, our anger. To be honest, putting off and putting on are decisive actions that we can and must do. Remember, the Holy Spirit produces his fruit of self-control in us. But we are responsible to walk in the Spirit so that we do not fulfill the deeds of the flesh. Of the flesh, sorry, such as anger. A passive approach to anger doesn't work at all. You've got to confront it head on. Because it won't go away by itself. So part of the healing process in how to deal with anger is dealing radically and decisively with anger. 
we have got to develop a biblical strategy. So, we have to make sure that we trust in Jesus Christ to forgive us of our sins and give us eternal life. Believe you me, the minute you believe in Jesus and receive the Holy Spirit, who takes up permanent residence in your heart, then what else is there to do? You just need to learn to walk in the moment. You know, walk in moment by moment dependency of the Spirit and yielding control of your life in Jesus Christ. That is beautiful. But listen, if you have sinned by being angry with someone, it says you should humbly ask for forgiveness for your wrong. You should go to the person and ask for forgiveness. This is one part that we all find difficult. But if you have the Spirit, the Holy Spirit living in you, and you believe in God, because there is a verse, verse in the Bible that says God will fight all our battles. You know, I know it's very difficult. My African background, you hardly find an African parent asking for forgiveness from their children. That is in my generation. But you know what? We need to put all those aside and forget anything about that. Apologize. It's the same thing with us, you know. We let the devil in. We give the devil, you know, a place to stay. He feeds us with all these lies. We get angry and upset. You know the funniest part of it? The person who you are being of upset with, who you are anger, angry with, might not even know they have done anything. That is one thing that I'm battling with. And with the help of the Holy Spirit, it's something that has been confessed out. You know, you want to confess it out, then it means you are you actually accepting and you recognize, you know, your fault. And that is the beginning of a healing process. And you know what? Believe you me, it helps. Because what I tend to do, because I'm still looking for ways and you know searching for somebody who knows my auntie's number or a cousin who knows you know trying to see how i can get in touch and one thing i do every day i pray for her and her family so that is a healing process i don't know there must be someone there are people out there listening to me you are hurting you're very upset. You're angry. I pray the good Lord, you know, will minister to you. And I hope that giving you my own kind of story will help to heal that wound. Look, our relationships, especially in our families, are very important to the Lord. Don't live in anger all week long, all year long, all day long. And then put on a nice worship song on a Sunday morning to worship God. No. He wants us to put aside the old dirty clothes of sinful anger and abusive speech. 
and to put on the new clean clothes of love, kindness, peace, joy, and forgiveness in Christ. Look, the Lord's Supper is a frequent reminder of how he forgave us. Even so, we are all to forgive and love one another. So before I conclude, I'll leave you with Joel Austin's quote on anger. And I quote, he says, Every day we have plenty of opportunities to get angry, stressed or offended. But what you are doing when you indulge these negative emotions is giving something outside yourself power over your happiness. You can choose to not let little things upset you. Unquote. Let us pray. O oh Lord, my God, you are my shepherd. You guide me and provide for me. When I start to feel resentment due to the circumstances around me, Lord, remind me that you have prepared a table for me and you can give me peace. Your anointing and blessings are upon every aspect of my life. Remove my resentment and set me free from frustration. May your goodness and mercy follow me all the days of my life, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord forever, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Thank you so much for listening. I also pray that the good Lord will remove this resentment and will fill us with the Holy Spirit and with his words and his love. Until I come your way next time, this is Mizzy signing off. Do have a blessed week. Remember, stay safe.